I want people to realize like, I gotta, I have to be happy now. Like, what are the things I could do to be happy now so that when I do lose the 20 pounds, it's, it's hey, 20 pounds, awesome, I can celebrate it, but it's not gonna be this, like you said, this key is gonna open up some magic kingdom. Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Lessa Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world, and the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity, and it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Hey you, welcome back to Be It Till You See It. I'm so happy you're here. I'm so excited for you to hear this conversation between my friend Kim Barnes-Jeffersons. She's the podcast host of Fit Girl Magic and oh, she is amazing. Um, she's so special and um, I think she'll have you laughing, but I, I loved our vulnerable, honest conversation. And too often I see people, I see women specifically, not going after what they're here on this planet to do, not seeing their incredible amazingness because they're so focused on losing 10 pounds, losing 20 pounds, not being an X size, you know? Um, and they're like outsourcing their confidence to a number on a scale, outsourcing their worth and their value. Right. And so what I hope you gather from today's conversation is that the focus of trying to be something else is actually keeping you from shining your amazing light. And there are options and there are other ways and there is possibility out there for you. And, um, and so I, I hope you enjoy this conversation. I hope that you see that focusing on and outsourcing your worth to a number on a scale is actually keeping you from being it till you see it. And there isn't a magic number. <laughs> There's no glow moment as we talked about. Um, that happens when you reach some sort of number. And so anyways, I just believe in you so much. I think you're amazing. I think you have so much value and so much to give this planet. And I don't want you outsourcing that to some random number that you're waiting to be. And then you'll do all those things. And so I truly can't wait for you to hear Kim's story and Kim's words. And I, I hope she inspires you the way she inspires me. I hope she makes you laugh the way she makes me laugh. And let us know how this podcast uh, landed with you. Let us know what your takeaways are. I can't wait for you to hear her beat options. They're amazing. And I'm just going to um, stop yammering on because you got to hear her words. So thank you for being here. And here's Kim. I know how much you're enjoying this show. Me too. If you're looking to make more time for you and have more energy, get my free 30 minutes Pilates class at onlinepilatesclasses.com slash be it pod. If you're new here or haven't done this yet, this is a great way to start making yourself a priority. So head over to onlinepilatesclasses.com slash B-E-I-T-P-O-D. Now back to the show. Hello, be it listener. What's up, babe? Okay. I've got get ready. This conversation is going to just go off because, um, Kim and I really is really random. She actually asked for people to like, just send audio messages in a group I'm in about something. 
can't even tell you what it was. And I was like, okay, as a stranger, I recorded myself with a tip and send it to her. And I ended up on her podcast, Fit Girl <laughs> Magic. <laughs> and like, that's one way to meet someone. And then um, we were in the same group, but because of travel and times, we actually first met in real life in Los Angeles and fast friends from that moment, like just looked at her and we're like, we just have so much in common and there's so much that we align with. So Kim Barn Jefferson is here uh, with, I mean, I can't wait. So tell us who you are, Kim, what you're, what you're all about, what you're excited about right now. So my name is Kim Barnes Jefferson, and I work with women over 40 who feel like their bodies gave them the finger. You know, <laughs> I, I, it happened to me and I know many women out there, your doctor tells you, Oh, you know, you're just 40. Like, it's just what it, I'm like, no, I'm not going to accept it. So that's really my like passion. My drive is that I really hate when medical doctors tell you that you just have to accept something. I don't care what it is. Like you don't have to accept anything. Always ask more questions. Oh my gosh. Can you see, uh, I mean, already right there. As soon as they heard your tagline, um, I help women over 40, uh, who feel like their bodies gave the middle finger. Uh, we love bad words around here. Uh, <laughs> but also like, I just think that's so amazing. Like we are taught for some reason to just accept things. Mm. We should just accept things. Oh, well, you know, I'm like, I don't know. I said something right. other day, like, well, you're close to 40. And I was like, I'm not that, I mean, yes, I am, but I'm also not that close yet. Like it's not right. a countdown. <laughs> and then also, aren't we living to 105 now? <laughs> I don't get it. Like, I don't know who this person was that said like at 40, like your body's supposed to be this way. So like, you just have to accept. And I'm like, but why? Like you, like you said, you know, my grandma is a hundred years old. Like we're living longer. She's got our memory. You got to tell her to not mow her lawn. Like, she's, <laughs> she's still really active. Okay. I want and the I'm picture like, of your grandmother mowing her lawn. I really do. I want to oh, frame it's, it. It's hysterical. Like, she lives in South Carolina. So it's hot as balls there. <laughs> and she'll be out like at noon mowing her lawn. And my, my aunt's like, for the love of God, could you stop? <laughs> okay. So tell, let's go back a second. When... Did you feel like your body gave you the middle finger and what prompted you to be like, I'm not accepting this. I'm taking women with me. So, cause I think that a lot, of, I know that the listeners here, a lot of them, um, late thirties, but a lot of them in their forties. And, you know, I think that they're accepting where they're at in their life or mm. what they're at in their jobs. And you're like, Nope, that's, you don't have to accept anything. So what happened to you? <laughs> so I, I was a fitness competitor and I, I yo-yo, like I yo-yo dieted. I dieted my way into this. And, you know, I lived in a world of restriction. My world was this big with food and I was always, I was either up 30 pounds or down 30 pounds. And finally my body was like, girl, we ain't doing this no more. And so I got to the point, I couldn't diet anymore. I couldn't do any more workouts. I was like, my body is not responding. It's just like, no girl, we are not doing anything for, for you anymore. And I was putting on 10 pounds a year for like three years. Wow. And I remember I went to my doctor and like my doctor's been my doctor since she was, I was 25. And for my whole time with her, she's always like, you know, she's like, you're one of my few patients that like your weight is just, you know, perfect. So I was like, perfect. Yay! <laughs> Thank you for my gold star. <laughs> right, exactly. 
And then I couldn't lose the weight. So I, I went like the first year, I was like, all right, it's just, you know, winter weight. And then the next year, the next year, finally, I was like, I'm like, you know, doctor, I'm like, I'm putting on 30 pounds. This ain't right. But like, I'm like, is there anything medically wrong with me? Like, is there something I could do? And she's like, you know, Kim, you're just over 40 now and you should just stop eating sandwiches. And I was like, bitch, oh my I eat God. sandwiches. Like, oh my like, God. The sandwiches are not the enemy. It's not the sandwich. <laughs> And, and like, she never even asked me what I eat. Like, if I told her I'm like, you know, like hanging out at um, Dunkin' Donuts or eating McDonald's, then she'd be like, Kim, cut up McDonald's. Like, she's like, cut out sandwiches. And I was like, okay. I'm like, let me just put sit on my hands because I know my husband will not bail me out if I kill this woman today. And, <laughs> and that was literally it. I drove home and I was like, there's an, there's an answer. I don't know what the answer is, but there's an answer. Like, I know that I know I did this to myself. Like, I over overtrained and underdieted. I know that. I know that about myself, but I'm like, I know there's a way out of it. And so yeah. for anyone who's listening, there is a way out of it. One, you got to be ready and it ain't going to be overnight. What are some signs though? Um, because in case people are not aware, um, I think a lot of people just assume diets are the way you do things. And we all are just supposed to be on a diet all the time. Um, yeah. and for the record, <laughs> like, uh, just in case you don't know, diet doesn't mean bad things. Doesn't mean you're like restricted eating. It's like right. the regimen of what you eat food, like what you're exactly. eating, what your menu is. Right. So, because I was, I told my grandpa, I was on a gluten and dairy free diet and he's like, you're too skinny to be on a diet. And I was like, thank you pops. Um, right. we're not restricted on right. the, on the calories we're consuming, but we are restricted on those two items. So, um, what does it look like when you are, when you are, over dieting? Like what are the signs and symptoms of that? Just in case people don't know. So over dieting is that, you know, we all grew up thinking that in order to lose weight, maintain weight, I have to eat less and move more. And so many of us, I don't know where this number came from. I, I've been researching it just to like be able to find the, the source that if we eat 1200 calories, right? So we, we get stuck in, I need to eat a certain number of calories because that's going to keep me safe. Or we always feel like I have to be hungry that, you know, I have to like (laughs) sacrifice, suffer in order to, um, lose the weight or maintain my weight. Or, you know, like you said, give up gluten, soy, dairy, carbs, like give up, give up, give up, give up. And like you chose to it because it's like for you, that makes your body feel good. That's different. Yeah. And there's a big difference. I was scrolling through Instagram and I saw that some influencer that I don't even know, (laughs) no, you know, no more, whatever. Yeah, no, it's true. I I lived in LA. And so these women would go on this one particular trainers, um, plan who was Mm -hmm. endorsed by a certain celebrity. And they're like, yeah, I'm on this, uh, diet and I do 600 calories a day. And I'm like, so that actually scares the hell out of me. And I'm just going to let you know that as soon as you're not doing 600 calories a day, you're going to gain so much weight. And (laughs) you're just like, your body is not because it's used to only having six, like it's going to, I don't know. I don't know the science of it because I don't study that. But like as women, we were advertised to do this to ourselves. Many of us have been on many restrictive diets and then Mm -hmm. we do this to ourselves. And then what happens is yes, 40 happens and things happen. But a lot of those things that are happening are because our body says, F you, you like did damage to me. So what were the signs and symptoms of the damage from restricted dieting? Like, what does that look like? Well, you know, it's funny. It's, you know, hindsight is always 2020, you know, when you're in the thick of it, you're like, this is awesome. (laughs) 
like, you know, cause I was just getting all, I was, I was a trainer at the time. So I was getting all the accolades like, Oh, you look so good. You look amazing. Like yeah. I was getting clients because of how I looked now. I'm like, no, I want a client to come to me because they have reached that point where like, I don't like how I look anymore. Um, so what was happening to me was like, I was just neurotic. <laughs> mm. I was neurotic about what I ate. I was neurotic about, you know, how many times I went to the gym. Like I, my life revolved around my food and my workouts. Yeah. I know that, (laughs) you know, I, you know, it's funny because I was on another podcast a couple, a couple days ago and I was talking about like, I hate to make this like analogy, but it's the only one that I found that really works is that like, you know how um, an alcoholic just reaches their rock bottom, their point where they're just like, I cannot take another drink. I just can't. Right. And that, that was me. I was like, I can't spend too much more time thinking about eating and exercise. I can't do it anymore. And I'm on the Stairmaster and I'm crying. I'm crying on the Stairmaster. It's my birthday. And my husband texts me. He's like, oh, I found a place that can make um, bland fish and greens for you for, for, for dinner. So, you know, get home by 730 and we can go out to dinner. And I'm like, seriously, my husband has to call a restaurant and tell them how to make my food. And I was like, I, I, at that point, I, like, I burst into tears. I was like, is this my life? Yeah. I've been so there. I like, understand that. I, I, oh my God, I want to cry for you. Yeah. And I'm like on the number one bus coming home and I'm like crying. I'm like, yes, everyone cries in public transportation. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's the lives in Boston. So if you're like, what my Californians and you know, right. other, so, yeah. like you ride the bus in Boston, you ride the train. Like, yeah. So I, East coasters. Yeah. We take public transportation. So yeah, I was, oh my the, God, I was riding the public transportation bus crying. Oh, and so, you know, Kim, thank you for sharing this. So I think like what, when I hear stories like that though, um, again, I've also been there where like food is like food and exercise are like the number one priority, but we tell ourselves, Mm -hmm. oh, we're being healthy. Oh, look at us taking care of ourselves. Look at this Mm -hmm. self care. But really, if we ask ourselves looking back, cause you are your own boss, I am my own boss. How much, how much did we move the needle forward in our business? How much did we reach our dreams? Well, it's funny because that was like the beginning of my business. So of course, like I was like, oh, it, I was like, I, I gotta like do this because it's my money. Like if I don't look like this, then I won't get clients. If I don't get clients, then I won't have you know the luxuries of lights. Oh, that's an that's an, a great way to like just really wrap it up with a bow of neuroses. <laughs> oh my god, I, I like I like I look back and I'm just like, why wasn't I institutionalized? Like all the crazy thoughts that I had in my head that were wrapped around food and exercise. Uh, so yeah. So, you know, and I mean, I hear that cause as a Pilates instructor, I definitely felt like, oh my gosh, especially, um, once we figured out what was wrong with my health, um, and I started gaining weight. I was like, my clients are going to leave me because I'm mm-hmm. gaining weight and the compliments stop. But the truth is, is like, I look way better now, 20 pounds heavier. Um, my Pilates is so much stronger. There's all these stories that we tell ourselves that are actually right. holding us all back. So, so, okay. So you had this like rock bottom moment crying on your birthday. What birthday was this? What number? I, you know, honestly, I don't even remember what the birthday was. I just remember it was my birthday. And I just remember like, oh my God, like my husband just can't take me after freaking dinner. Yeah. Because I won't, because I've made so many rules around what I can eat. That yeah. I can't. I like yeah. So, um, so after that moment and hope, uh, you know, like fast forward, you stop restrictive eating, um, and you give yourself some freedom. What was that like? It's not, I, I imagine that's not easy to do. And, and your body like has some freakouts with that. So what does that look like? Yeah. 
it was scary. It was like, it was literally like diving off. Like, you know, you see those like people dive off like a high cliff. Like that's what it felt like for me. So my first thing was like, I was like to say to my husband, like, you know what? We're going anywhere you want for dinner. And I don't care what's on the plate. I'm just going to eat. And I was like, I'm just going to eat. And I'm like, I'm not going to, I'm going to do my best to not overeat. And the next morning is like, and I'm not going to the gym tomorrow. And I, and I was like, I, I did that. And it was like, I just started doing like these little experiments. Like so many people, even myself included, always think that like, you have to like the light switches on or the light switches off. Right. But know? it's a dimmer. And it's a total dimmer. And I'm like, I was like, all right, I need to figure out what dim looks like for me. And so I would like play with these little things like, okay, can I go out to dinner and tell myself that I'm only going to have two glasses of wine? Versus it being like, oh, just keep the drink coming and then keep the food coming. Like, could I just go out and like make a decision? Like, this is how the night's going to happen for me. And like, I'd say 80% of the time, that's how it worked out. I was like, what? I could decide? Like, I am not like driven by like, you know, the night. Like so many of us get caught up in like the moment. Yeah. And well, what you're saying is what I'm hearing is like, instead of going, you restrict yourself to having none of those things. Right. And then there's the other side where it's like zero control whatsoever. And some people might hear that and go, well, you only will have two. That's, isn't that restrictive? But you're like, no, I'm making a decision right. that I'm allowed to have two drinks. Should I want them? And that's enough. And right. like, and then you're like, oh, look, I could do that. Like, I think if, if, especially people have never been super restrictive. Like they don't realize that like giving yourself permission, but with a limit is not restrictive. It's like, it's actually like really helpful to making those, uh, changes in right. your life happen. Cause I was like, you know, I was like a freaking you know, sailor out on leave. If I told my, if I was like, Oh, I'm not dieting tonight. And I was just like <laughs> sailor on leave <laughs> Wait, on the East coast. Don't y'all have that thing. I saw it on sex in the city. Uh, when the, oh, yeah. Fleet what do they week. call that? Fleet week, fleet week. So you were yes. like, so you either like super restrictive bland fish that you're, you know, calling or around to fancy restaurants in Boston or it's fleet week. <laughs> yes. yeah, that's, that's how I was. And I, like one of, I, one of my really good friends, he ran a restaurant here in Boston and we would, I would go there and I would walk in the door and he'd be like, are you on the wagon cam or off the wagon cam? Oh. And I would go in there and like during my craziness, they would like, I would literally go to the window and be like, all right, this is what I need. And they would make it for me. Wow. And I was like, I don't know if that's like great or <laughs> the fact that I'm like, so like, like I, 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 I literally used to go there like three days a week. So that everyone in the place knew us. So I would be like, Hey, this is what I'm having for my salad today. Blah, 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 blah. And they, they were your personal it. chefs. I mean, they're, I mean, they're providing service and they want to make you happy because they like you. And I think like, what's very interesting though, is that like somehow you still had people who loved you around all the neuroses, yeah. but I want to know like when you like figured out your dim switch, what freedoms did you experience in your business and your relationships and your life? Like what, what does that look like? Cause now you, I, you're living with like, you know, you're dim, like, and you can move yeah. the needle up and down. So what is, how did that happen? Like what, like, what did you feel? How that happened? What did it let you, what did it allow you to do? Because if your focus is always on what I'm eating and when I'm working out, like yeah. you can't do a lot of other things. No, I, I really couldn't. I like, I, I, I was barely like 
you know, after I look back, I was like, God, how, how did I like get clients? Like <laughs> my whole, my whole world was about me. Like how did like, I care about any of my clients. Yeah. Um, one of the biggest, like I say, like my kind of point that I knew I reached my like, like top of my mountain was I went on vacation for 30 days. I've never done that ever. And usually vacations were like, woo, right. And it was like, girls gone wild. Minus like the wet t-shirt contest. And I went on vacation. I said, okay, I, and I was going to Australia and I was like, I don't want to be the ugly American. Um, I'm going to, what can I do so that I'm not always thinking about getting in my workout food, so forth. So I gave myself non-negotiables and I said, what feels easy? What can I do, but still not feel like it wasn't enough, Kim, you didn't do enough. And I was like, okay, I know I could sleep. Sleep's amazing. I know I can get in steps because we're not getting a car. We're walking everywhere, taking public transportation. And I know that I can eat a big ass salad because every place on this planet, you can get a salad. I'm like, so I do those three things every single day. I will feel like I am like at least not laying down and just like letting the world come at me. And that was like the most freeing thing. So I was like, I stepped on the scale one before we left. And then I stepped on the scale the day we got back and I only put on two pounds in 30 days and I on a vacation like, on a without vacation your things that, that I didn't, like I didn't weigh or measure a damn thing. I just ate by how I felt that I wanted to eat that day. Some days there were a couple more drinks than I, than I had the next day. Some, there were no drinks, but I was like, these are the three things I'm just going to focus on. And everything else is just going to fall in to place. And that Amazing. was like the, that was like my, like, Oh my God, like, I can decide. I can choose. And the two pounds was probably, I was on a plane for 15 freaking hours. Right, 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 right. We don't give ourselves that. We are so hard on ourselves. So that's incredible. So now you, this is, is, is did you just keep that mindset going? Is that how you yeah. live your life? So now it's like, you know, those three non-negotiables, like that's just like what it's like, I don't even think about it anymore. It's like a habit. It's like, you know, I don't think about that every day I have a salad. I don't think about every day I get usually 20,000 steps and I sleep, you know, minimum seven hours a night. And now I'm like, okay, Kim, you've done it for so long. Now it's time for me to like find another three non-negotiables. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, always trying to find three things that are challenging, but doable. Yeah. Right. You know, all of us think like, oh, I got to do these 50 hard things. Well, and then you keep failing and then you get pissed at yourself. Like right now, like my biggest thing is that I'm like my biggest peep is that 75 hard thing. It's just like if you try to do something for 75 days and you miss one day, you have to go back to the beginning. Like that's not empowering. Yeah, I, I know. I have friends who do that and I look at it and there's like something that's like, wow, that's amazing. But also like I study habits. Right. I, I study how these things work. I study studied with the behavioral science founder of Stanford, um, who wrote the book, tiny habits. He's the person who trained James clear, who everyone reads atomic habits. I study with the guy right. and he says, we make habits around how things make us feel good. Yes. yes. And, and we, we have to stop with the perfectionism. We have to stop with the shame and the blame and the things yeah. because as you mentioned earlier, if y'all caught this, when she was so obsessed with herself and her bland fish <laughs> and on and off the wagon. And then, so she's off the wagon. So she shames the exercises and she shamed what all the things she's like, right. I don't even know how I got clients. And so in your dream, here you are. Now you're the woman, you're the trainer, you're the speaker who helps women over 40 
help their body, like help how they feel about their body that just gave them the middle finger. You you're like, how did I even do anything before that? Cause I was so obsessed with this. And so like, I think that this is really important to talk about because we cannot be it till we see it. We cannot do the thing no. we're here on this planet to do. If we are 100% obsessed with controlling something that actually has nothing to do with it. No. Um, nothing like, like your, what, what I, what I just love about all the people I know in the fitness industry is like, all of us have different bodies and all of us have different shapes. And if all of us were in bikinis right now, you may or may not go, those are a group of trainers right over there, (laughs) but that doesn't, that's actually not a reflection of our talent and skill. It's like, we're, this is our body that we're confidently wearing and all bodies look different. And when you're obsessed with what you eat and how much, how many hours and how many calories you burn, you cannot show up for people. So giving yourself this dim switch, giving yourself these non-negotiables that are easy for you to accept and do. They're challenging, but possible. Tell us about the women whose lives you've been working on. Like, what are your, what are your goals on? Like, how do you help them? What do they come to you for? So a lot of women, but you know, they come to me and they are in that they're caught up in the diet culture. You know, they want to lose the 10 pounds or they want to, you know, eat better, healthier. And one of the things I'm always telling them is like, let's get really clear about what that means for you. Yeah. Right? Let's get, let's get clear about what season you're in. You know, I have a client, she's um, an accountant and from pretty much February through May, like she's heads down, like doing people's taxes. And I was like, Katie, is this a season for you to even think about weight loss? Or is this the season for you to be like, what can I do to maintain what I have? Like, so that I'm not eating cold pizza out of the, in the kitchen. Cause they always bring them in food. I'm like, what can you like, what can you focus on? So yeah. it's for me, it's a lot of like, having my clients lift their heads up from like all the malarkey that's been like thrown at them to be like, what works for you? Cause like, Leslie, what works for you ain't going to work for me. Correct. What works for me isn't going to work for you. So my, my, when I work with my clients, it's like, you're an individual. So like, what feels easy? Like, what do you think is that one thing right now? If you started doing it, that's going to really open up the door for you. And right. for many people, you know, like one of my clients, Lori, she's like, I know it's my sleep. She's like, if I got more sleep, I would be up earlier. If I got up earlier, I would exercise more. If I exercise more, I would lose the weight. And she's like, and you know, if I slept more, I wouldn't have all my cravings. So it's like us kind of unpacking what's your three non-negotiables. And it's not like, I can't give them to you. Well, I can, but I don't want to. Right. You can, you can give suggestions and you can be honest. Like if someone's like, okay, I can run 10 miles every day and I can do this. And you can be like, okay, so let's actually talk about this. You're in tax season do you have an hour and a half every day to run? No. So can you go for a walk for 10 minutes every day? Can you drink X amount of water a day? Can you commit to seven hours of sleep? Like those, like you're saying you're, so as a coach, you're like, let me just call you out. Cause that's a little too much, but like, also you can, um, it, they have to be, they have to create them. Otherwise it's just another thing that they're doing for someone else. Really? Exactly. You know, like I think about it, like when I worked in corporate, like you were, you had a corporate job too. So like the, you know, head of the company set the goal, then it trickled down to your boss. And then your boss told you what you needed to do in order to help the company hit their goal. Were you invested? Did you give a shit (laughs) about that said goal that you were supposed to like help the company with? Only if the commission was good and achievable. And as soon as the goals came in and they were not possible, I was not invested. I was like, nope. Right. Right. If there was, if there's no money in it for, if there's like, I'll be a first person, I'll be honest with you. Like I like money. I do. (laughs) 
love money. And if, you know, in corporate, like if I wasn't getting a bonus attached to it, like what's the incentive? I need a carrot. <laughs> and so I always tell my clients, I'm like, you need that carrot. Like, what is your why? And, mm-hmm. you know, one of my clients, Mandy, her why is she's like, my kid is four years old and I have no freaking energy. Yeah. So that she's like, that's my, that's my carrot to keep going. I love that. I love that. So you're, you, you work with them on their seasons. So right. y'all, there are seasons there are, and we've had different guests on who've talked about even like, like the season of our cycle, right? There are weeks of a month that you're going to feel like I got this. And there are weeks of the month that you're like, please bring a blanket, shade, sunglasses, turn the music down. I don't like right. I, whatever, but then there's also just seasons. Every single one of us has a season that we're in, not just like that it's, you know, fall or summer, but it's like, actually like, this is your busy season. Like for Kim and I were just talking before I started hit record is like, we're in a very busy season as we record this right now. I'm wrapping up three companies for the year in four and a half weeks and every minute counts. And so is this the season for me to start something new that is hard? No, but can I have ideas and think about things and I can make choices on, on some things that are doable, but challenging. And then I can st- like, maybe in December, I'm like, you know what? I really have been wanting to learn pickleball because everybody here plays pickleball. I can learn that something new on my vacation. <laughs> and right. then, you're, you know, so it's, I, I, that's what I hear you saying anyway. So you, you're hundred percent right. Cause it's like, so ma- I, I laugh because like so many people like try to like cram all this stuff into their life. And then you feel like a failure because you can't get it all done. But it's like, you know what? Like, Right now, like the month of November, it's not the time for me to take on anything new. It's not you. It's not me. It's like, this is just, I have to honor that I, I'm done with being busy. And, you know. <laughs> oh my I, God. I love that. I need a shirt. I'm done with being busy. <laughs> right. It's like, think about it. You ask anyone, the people listening, like, think about anyone you ask, you're like, hey, Leslie, how you doing? Oh, so busy. Like, yeah. That, that is like the first response. Not like. I'm doing great today. Like it's a fab, it's sunny out or whatever. Oh, I'm so busy. Like that's become our like cultural icon. Like, well, and badge of honor. Too. It's a badge oh, of honor. Look how busy I am. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, no one's giving you a merit badge. You know, it's kind of like with, I finally, I saw my clients when they were like, I, you know, I, I just, I need to go hard. I'm like, no one's giving you a merit badge. If you died hard, like I, I, I wish there's no Mercedes. Cause if there was a Mercedes for dieting hard, I would have like 10. Out, yeah. Out my You're like, I right. did that already 10 times over. I have, yeah. Do you want my car lot? No, I, right. you know what? I don't want to just say like on my tombstone, Leslie Logan, she was busy, right? Yeah. Like I am, uh, and that's like, you know, one of the reasons why we hire as many people as we have on our team, because like, I really am like, I, after we're done talking today, I have my lunch break. It's in the calendar because I do not eat through my lunches anymore, you know, right. because like that is not serving me. And I think like, um, what's really cool is that you've lived this, you know, what these mm-hmm. women have done. Cause you did it to yourself and yeah. you're like, okay, ladies, here we go. This is what we're stopping doing. So Kim, like what are, what are you, what are you excited about right now? Like, what are you working on being it till you see it right now? Right now, what I'm really excited about is that, you know, here we are, we spent, I don't know, almost two years in like lockdown, right? You know, many of us have been, you know, kind of restricted our movement. And so right now I'm working on this big retreat that I'm going to be hosting in um, next April. And it's just, I really want women to like, know what it's like to just get together. Like you have all of your Pilates retreats and you know, 
that like, yes, the ladies come to the Zooms and it's great. It's fabulous. It's wonderful. But like, there's a different energy when you're in the room and everyone's like, oh my God, you're so-and-so, you're so-and-so. And And it's just like, you've been on this journey for so long together and you finally get to be, meet that person in person. And there's just like the energy is just so different and the relationships that you build. And so I know I've missed that during Rona. Oh my God. I like, I can't even wait. As the time we're recording this, y'all, some countries have opened their borders and I'm just like, I'm like watching, like I've had people go, Hey, can you commit to this? Can you commit to this? And I'm like, Nope, I am saving space because the country I do my retreats in is going to open its borders. And as soon as it does, like I'm going and like, that's my be it right now. It's like, I'm holding space right for these because i miss them and i know that when especially when women get together there oh. is it's unstoppable energy that happens because yes. you know i think um i mean obviously there's still energy on zoom i was just on a zoom right. call with 130 people and people were in tears about things are being said the chat was hot like the whole like we have figured out a way to have that encouragement and energy on a zoom call, but nothing will ever replace that in person. And I love that you're like, not just manifesting this, but you're planning it. You're putting it out there and you're telling people like, we got to be together. Um, I think that is just really cool. Yeah. I I was having a conversation with a friend and she's just like, you know, as adults and we've talked and Leslie and I've talked about this, like as adults, like how many people do we have as like friends, right? You know, if you have kids, you might be friendly with their parents of your kids, but like, are you like friends? Right. And, you know, as adults, it's, it's challenging. Like we all move around and it's really hard to meet people that you just like hook in and you connect with. And so, you know, I've been fortunate that like, you know, Leslie and I met through a mastermind. I've had other women that have met through a mastermind that I'm like, they're my friends. Like they might not be next door, but they're people who I'm like, I could come like, Hey, I'm like, Bali's opened up. We should all go. And they're like, you think what time? What, like, let's yeah. figure this. Hold on. When are we doing this? I know right. it's so true. I had, um, this summer, um, because I made this be it thing that I was like, I'm going to make myself more available to time with friends. And like, sometimes y'all, that means like the day we're recording this a day after I was up till midnight, two nights in a row. Cause I had a f- girlfriend in town that I, we get to talk to like once a month generally. Um, she's also a business owner. I've had her on the pod and, um, and I, I would, I honestly wanted to go to bed, but I was like, nope, I make time to be in relationship with my friends when that's possible. And that doesn't mean I couldn't have said no, but like I said, I am the woman who makes time for her friends when they come to town. And, um, I had this other friend who, uh, Corrine, who's been on the podcast. She's like, Hey, I'm going to be in LA on this date. Are you on these dates? Are you going to be in LA that day? And I was like, Oh, I fly to Maui the next day. Um, yeah, I'll fly into LA for the day. I literally flew in. Right. I found it. I went online. The plane tickets were cheap. You know, it doesn't mean you have to say yes, but I was like, let me just see if I can afford the plane ticket right. to fly in and out on the same day. And I did because it is so important when you, you may not live in the same place as your friends, but if you want to have friends, you have to, you have to put yourself in those. You have to make the effort. It doesn't just happen. Yeah. Yeah. This is, oh my gosh, Kim. I mean, we obviously could just keep talking. You're really amazing. But, um, I think there's a lot of women who are listening to this who are like their bodies gave them middle finger and they want to know more about how you help them. So, um, we're going to take a quick break and then find out how you can get help with that, putting that middle finger down. Be It Till You See It is brought to you by ProfitablePilates.com. ProfitablePilates.com. Yeah, because you know, you should actually make money doing what you love. Yeah, so it's a fitness business coaching platform 
uh, that Leslie and I started, Profitable Pilates. And in January, we are doing a seven-day miniature version of our agency coaching program. So the fitness business coaching that you've been following uh, on Instagram at Profitable Pilates, we're doing a tiny seven-day program of it so that you can get a taste of what it is that we're doing. You can meet Leslie if you haven't already. You can meet me, which you probably haven't. Uh, and we're going to answer every single question that you may have. We're going to run through how much money you want to make and how you can actually make that money. You know, what to charge your clients, all those kinds of things. It's going to be a whirlwind. So, it is a whirlwind. And also we freaking love it. It'll be our sixth opportunity to do yeah. this program. It is our fourth year of the agency program. Oh my God. We turned four in January and we want to see you in the agency mini. So get on the wait list. Go to profitablepilates.com slash mini. See you there. Okay, Kim, how do um, all these women get to follow you, find you, stalk you, work with you? I love stalkers. I love stalkers for sure. Uh, so you can find me on the socials. Um, I'm Kim Jefferson Coach. Um, so find me there, Kim Jefferson Coach on the gram as well as on Facebook. Amazing. You're amazing. This is so fun. Um, thank you for having an honest conversation about sharing uh, your life because I think. Um, I just think so often like our diets and our way of exercise and the way we see ourselves keeps us from being it till we see it in so many yes. ways. It just really does. And we really have to stop thinking that our bodies are the reason we're going to have anything happen for us in this life. Oh, now they are the vessel that gets us there, but they're not the ticket that opens your door. <laughs> no, I love that. Cause it's, you're right. Cause it's like so many people like, um, uh, when I do X, mm-hmm. when this happens and then you get to that point and then you realize like, you know, I like to use the example of Pulp Fiction, you know, that like shiny glow box that like, you know, when you lose 20 pounds, this glow box is going to happen. You're going to be like, oh, it's not like that's, <laughs> you're going to step on the scale and the light's going to stream down. It's like, oh. right. <laughs> it's like angels are going to fly like, and you're going to lose a 20. And someone's going to give you the promotion and they're going to give the keys to your Mercedes. And then all of a sudden your house is clean and the food and like, no, none of that freaking happens. Your kids kids are behaving like (laughs) I want people to realize, like, I got to I have to be happy now. Like, what are the things I could do to be happy now so that when I do lose the 20 pounds, it's it's, hey, 20 pounds. Awesome. I can celebrate it, but it's not going to be this. Like you said, this key is going to open up some magic kingdom. Well, and also you'll get to decide if you really need the 20 to lose 20 pounds. Like you're just going to be able to like figure that out. Before I forget out of my pure joy and excitement, um, uh, for removing this glow box theory from people's minds. Um, be it action items, bold, executable, targeted, intrinsic steps people can take to prioritize themselves and be it till they see it. What do you got for us? So uh, the biggest thing I always find three things that you can easily do every single day that makes you feel like you're honoring your health. They don't have to be hard. They don't have to be you know crazy. It could be really something like I'm going to drink a glass of water first thing in the morning. Like it could be something really simple. Um, second thing is just really ask yourself to find what does success mean like for you? Like, don't listen to all the other malarkey BS out there. What does success actually mean for you? And stop collecting information and just start doing shit. Just start getting shit done. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love you. We'll definitely have to have you back, my dear friend. Um, And we have to figure out how we can hang out and get our our, um, coffee travel loving husbands, partners in crime uh, together as well. 
So we will work that out. Y'all, how are you going to use these beat action items? How are you going to use this inspiration? What Kim has said um, in your life? Screenshot this episode. Tag Kim uh, Kim Jefferson Coach Yep. on Instagram and the Be It Pod and let us know. And until next time, be it till you see it. episode of the be it till you see it podcast one thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast also make sure to introduce yourself over at the be it pod on instagram i would love to know more about you share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it help us and others be it till you see it have an awesome day Be It Till You See It is a production of As the Crows Fly Media. It's written, produced, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll. Our associate producer is Amanda Fratarelli. Kevin Perez at Desenio handles all of our audio editing. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music. And our branding by designer and artist, Gianfranco Chofi. Special thanks to our designer, Jaira Mandal, for creating all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast, and our digital producer, Jay Pedroso, for editing all the video each week that you can. And to Angelina Herrico for transcribing each of our episodes so you can find them on our website. And finally, to Meredith Kroll for keeping us all on point and on time. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.